Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Hi, and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer marketing in the digital age and all things influence marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm, social media manager at Cure Media, and with me in the studio today, I have my colleague Sam Forusesh, CEO and co-founder at Cure Media. As we all know, today's marketing landscape is constantly updating and brands need to stay up to date in order to find both new and the most relevant ways to communicate with their audiences in order to stand out from the crowd. This development has of course opened up for more tactics to leverage on also when it comes to brands' investments in influencer marketing. And one of them is influencer paid social. So in today's episode, Sam will share his insights on how to maximize your influence marketing investment and impact through paid social. Why do brands need to leverage on this tactic and what results can it bring? Hi Sam and welcome to the studio. It's so fun to have you here. Thanks Rida. It's a pleasure joining your amazing podcast. So before we dive into the topic of today, can you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Cure Media? So I am one of the founders and CEO at Cure Media, have been working with and living influencer marketing and social media for about eight years now. So I um, think I've done my 10,000 hours and beyond. <laughs> yes, you have. Definitely. And you've played a major part in the beginning of influencer marketing as you've been around right from the start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, we have been in the area. Uh, I mean, 
before actually you you uh, mentioned it as influencers. So uh, I would definitely say that we have been a pioneer here. Um, and uh, I mean, one of the parts that have leading the, the industry forward. So for sure, that, that's fun. Uh, but as we always say, we've just started. Uh, we think the future is ours. So uh, yeah, that's fun. So the influencer marketing scene has developed a lot in the last couple of years. And while the channel continues to grow and develop, so do the many ways of tactics that go into working with this channel. And one tactic that has gotten a lot of attention lately is influencer paid social. So, And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's start unpack what influencer paid social means and the evolution of this tactic. Mm, of course. So... I mean, we we all know that consumers prefer peer to peer rather than brand to peer, um, and so so it say itself. You should use people in your marketing, uh, and so even in in your paid social. So looking then on traditional paid social ads and how how it has been done, brands use what you call brand produced content in their ads. Um, <clears throat> And that's obviously brand to peer, right? Yeah. So, but but uh, now we're talking about that that people are saying that we prefer peer to peer content. So then the new thing here is to use influencer content in your paid social ads as well. So very simple. Um, when working with influencers, they post organically. Um, what you then can do is that you can add paid reach on it. Uh, on top of the post, um, and then it's a paid social ad, but with influencer content. So um, you integrate influencers in your paid social strategy, basically. Yeah, so it's not the studio photographer uh, look of the images, but it's more like influencer-generated content. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I know that we at Cure Media have seen this tactic very beneficial for brands that we are working with, uh, with their influencer marketing. So Sam, what are the benefits of adding paid social onto your influencer marketing strategy, onto like the feed posts? Mm. So first of all, uh, it's a very cost efficient way to increase the total reach uh, and lower the total CPM of your influencer activities. Influencers in general come with a high CPM at the first look um, because the production is included in the price. So um, it's just unwisely, I would say, not adding a small buyout amount to get the content rights and then add some paid reach on top of it. Um, Because the paid reach comes with a lower CPM. uh, So it's how you will decrease the total CPM, right? Yeah, pretty simple math. <laughs> also, uh, when, when we compare the outcome of a boosted influencer post uh, compared with a traditional brand produ- produced ad in social media, it's clear um, that the influencer post generates much higher return. Then you might have a question of why. Uh, and that's because of what I said before. Uh, we prefer peer-to-peer rather than brand-to-peer. Uh, so that's no rocket science. Um, so still same here, um, simple. Then talking about other benefits and uh, and so, 
beyond lowering the CPM um, per content piece uh, from your influencer activation. Um, there are lots of different tactics uh, you can play with in this field. I can try to give you an example. Um, yes, that's appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's say an influencer does an organic post for H&M, just to, I mean, take an example here. Um, she generates 1,000 clicks to a landing page. Then you can create a Facebook audience based on those website visits and push other similar influencer content to the same audience. We know people need to see our brand more than once to build liking, right? So does it make sense that they should be more likely to act if they see H&M with another influencer they might like compared with a traditional brand produced retargeting ad? Uh, of course. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so another example... Uh, you can ask the influencer to share her audience, uh, her followers, um, with your brand, uh, which you then can create a custom audience on. Um, imagine doing that with hundreds of influencers. Uh, then you have a gold mine to play around with uh, different influencer content and push it to, to uh, other influencers' followers. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a great way of increasing frequency against the target group um, by playing with such custom audiences through Ads Manager. Might sound simple, um, but of course it requires some experience, courage, and yeah, like all thing else, it takes time. Yeah, so. it's the 10,000 hours there as well. <laughs> yeah, it could be. So Sam, what common goal do brands ultimately want to reach through this tactic? And how does it complement the influencer marketing strategy, like the foundation when you have the, the feed posts, the stories that the influencer publish? Mm. So of course it could be, yeah, different uh, objectives here. Um, but I would say mainly increase the reach and touch points with its audience. That's what brands, I mean, would like to achieve. And for sure, move people from aware to liking. Talking about TikTok, we all know it's all about activating its algorithm, um, which isn't always super easy. Letting an influencer post organically on TikTok can result in a very low reach um, if you, I mean, not succeed. Yeah. Uh, triggering the, the algorithm. As a brand... It's a big risk. Don't get the reach you're seeking for. Um, but uh, you can add paid reach on top and with that secure your reach. So I would say it it works as a great complement. And we talked a bit about how paid social works in complement to influence marketing. But a common question uh, that I think we need to highlight uh, still remains. Should brands replace paid social with influence marketing? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> talking about replacing things. I'm not a big fan of. I mean, talking about that this or that, black or white, and so on. I don't think everything is black and white or black or white. Um, so, um, since we started Cure, uh, I've got these questions so many times. Like, should influencer marketing replace this and that? Um, I mean, um, I don't know 
why people are thinking in terms of replacing things all the times when it comes to influencer <laughs> marketing. Um, but um, yeah, however, um, to answer your question, uh, definitely not. Um, but I mean, influencer marketing and paid social uh, should play together and be integrated. That's for sure very important because you do influencer marketing mainly on social media uh, and then buying ads on social media. I mean, it says itself that they have to be integrated for sure. So, I mean, my advice here is that brands should use influencer content uh, and see it as a great source of content to their paid social Um so we know that content is king, uh, something yeah. that we have been talking for a while. Um, and yeah, I mean, based on all the things and people's behavior and so on that we talked about before, um, for sure, it's a, uh, it should be a great source using influencer content as creatives in your, in your paid social. And also good things to have in mind, it starts when briefing influencers so you have to make sure that you share the right instructions and to the influencers. To you mean in the brief? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so when briefing the influencer about their, I mean, your collaboration, yeah. um, that then you, you you should have in mind already that uh, I mean, you, you your your goal is to to uh, boost this content and share it with the influencer. Or you, you have to do because you need to, I mean, buy the content rights. Uh, but also tell them that we need this and that uh, in order to uh, get good effect when, when we're boosting. So, um, yeah, that, that's, um, I mean, it, it, yeah, that, that's important. Yeah. Yeah, and we know that millennials and Gen Z really respond to this type of influencer user-generated content a lot more than the brand-generated content. Mm. It shows in all the latest research mm. uh, and it's where they go to find inspiration and eventually make their purchase. Yeah. So social media is a great way to inspire and showcase your product, but also, as you said, boost it and maybe uh, lead them all the way to the purchase. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Th- that's, um, that's for sure. Um, I mean, uh, influencer marketing is the fastest growing uh, marketing channel overall um, globally. So um, it, it's, um, of course, something that is, I mean, based on uh, the consumer's behavior and exactly what you said. So, um, yeah, and the, what are we saying? Jen said that millennials are standing for... Um, what is it, 70% of the total population or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's almost two-thirds of the global population. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, and Gen Z's aren't, like, super small anymore. They're starting to grow up. <laughs> yeah, they have some money in their <laughs> yeah. pockets as well. <laughs> uh, so you talked a bit about the details uh, when doing influencer paid social. As you said, it all starts with a brief, and, of course, you need the approval from the influencer. But just to make it clear, what's good to have in mind when creating these uh, ads? It's a bit of admin work uh, behind the scenes to get it done. So can you explain more about what is needed? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely, a, I mean, a bit of admin work, as you said. Uh, one example is that influencer needs to approve branded content uh, from her end. Uh, this part can 
be a bit messy and time consuming. It's not a it's a difficult thing, but but it's it's time consuming. Yeah, it um, needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And imagine working with hundreds of influencers. Yeah, it, it could be some um, some emails back and forth. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, my advice here w- w- would be to do a step by step or so um, to set a structure on it. Uh, I think that would help, and then. Yeah, make sure share it to the influencers from the start. Be very clear that uh, you need this uh, branded content thing approved. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good advice. So, Sam, what does the future hold for this tactic? Uh, is it something we will see more of or how do you think it will develop under the 2022 and the coming years? Yeah, we are hearing that um, outcome of paid social, search engine ads and so on are decreasing. Um, we have been talking about third-party cookies and so uh, for, for a while now, ad blockers as well. Yeah. So um, I think, uh, again, um, going back to where we started, people, consumers prefer peer-to-peer rather than brand-to-peer. That's for sure. I mean, as marketers, we should have this in mind when, I mean, planning all our different things. And I would definitely say that in this field, there is many undiscovered opportunities here for a vast majority of brands. My experience is that very few marketers using that kind of open-minded approach in paid social, or how to say by playing around with audiences and so, uh, I mean, like the examples that I that I shared yeah. uh, earlier. Um, and I'm pretty sure we will see a huge increase in money spended on boosting influencer content in the paid social arena the next coming years. And then, like, I mean, everything else, uh, new things takes time. Um, you, of course, have early adopters, but... Um, the 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 mass will come a bit later, so I think we'll see a a total um, turnaround here when it comes to what kind of content we are using in our paid social. And my prediction is that uh, influencer content will um, yeah be a huge part of um, the content that we'll see on paid social ads in the future. And I think using influencers as the sender of the ad uh, we will also be... I mean, that's what it is um, when boosting influencer yeah. uh, content. So uh, I think that will be a huge part um, in the future and have a massive increase. Yeah. That's some great future spotting, Sam. Thank you for uh, joining me in the podcast studio today. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure uh fun sitting here and talk yeah and for our listeners the content doesn't end here if you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes what's up on the consumer marketing scene and of course all things social media and influencer marketing make sure you follow us on our social platforms at cure media